what do we do when we have faith in God? Confidence He will come through for us, but we have to wait. What if we fail or our life runs out? There's a song called Even If by the Christian group Mercy Me that poses this kind of question. It's the same quandary posed by our section of Psalm 119 today. Welcome to First 15, where we listen to God and respond to His Word in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. All of us are followers here, listening to God's Word and letting it shape us as His followers. We welcome our new listeners and invite you to follow or subscribe to us on your favorite provider. In Season 3, we're praying through the Psalms, and we're in the middle of learning to pray the longest one, Psalm 119. We're halfway through. And if you listened closely on the previous episode, you know that we only covered the 10th stanza and not the 11th. We only got as far as the Hebrew letter Yod. And today we cover Kaf. Unlike a Bible study, we can't go deep on each verse, but we're trying to listen and meditate on these words of God and then use them to pray back to Him as we let it continue to speak to us throughout the day. The intent of our podcast is to apply the truth of God's message beyond the first 15 minutes to the rest of our life. We follow a four-step process. You can find details of it at wordofprayer.com. The lines in the 10th stanza, Kaf, pose faith questions and difficulties that are hard to bear. We're going to listen to Psalm 119 verses 81 to 88 now. My soul fails in need of your salvation. I wait on your word. My eyes fail, straining for your sayings. When will you comfort me? Though I've become tough and hardened like a wineskin in the smoke, I don't forget your statutes. How many days does your servant have left? When will you give judgment on those who persecute me? The presumptuous have dug pits to entrap me, which are not according to your word. All your commands are true, but they pursue me without cause. Help me! They almost destroyed me in the land, but I did not run away from your precepts. Your steadfast love revives me, so I will keep the testimonies you've spoken. The Kaf stanza, which is one of the more difficult ones, honestly, verses 81 through 88. In these eight verses, well, the first seven of them all speak to a situation of difficulty and trouble and trials. They point to really tough times. So listen to them again. My soul fails in need of your salvation. I wait on your word. My eyes fail straining for your sayings, looking for them, looking for the truth, for them to come about. When will you comfort me, God? Though I've become tough and hardened like a wineskin in the smoke. Wineskins were made of animal hides, and if you hung them over the cooking fire or too close to the fire, over time they become dried out, tough, brittle. And it says, I feel that way. I've become tough and hardened like a wineskin in the smoke. Yet, I don't forget your statutes. God, I'm hanging in there, even though I feel brittle and smoked and dried out, and it's really tough. I still don't forget your statutes. How many days does your servant have left? I feel like I'm at the end of my days. How much longer am I supposed to hold on here, God? When will you give judgment on those who persecute me? Verse 84. 
The presumptuous have dug pits to entrap me, which are not according to your word. What's happening to me is not how you said it should be. It's not the right thing to happen, God. I'm very well aware of that because I've read your word. What people are doing to me is wrong. It's unjust. How long is that supposed to continue, God? So there's a lot of sharp questions being asked of God in this stanza. It's a lot like the laments that predominate in the first half of the book of Psalms. In a lot of those laments, things are not the way they should be. Things are not as we want them to be. I'm not in a good place, God. Help me. Hear me. If you think back to some of the early Psalms that we covered in this season, in the book of Psalms, that's what the Kaf stanza, verses 81 through 88, are really speaking to. All your commands are true, verse 86, but they, they, my enemies, pursue me without cause. Help me! They almost destroyed me in the land, but I did not run away from your precepts, God. And so, those first seven verses all speak to difficult times and difficult circumstances. You know, there's something about being in tough times that we're drawn to. So stay with me here for a second. Think about this. When we hear on the news about some big explosion or some terrible catastrophe, we're drawn to know more and to look at it. Or when we're driving down the road and we see an accident, aren't we drawn to look and to see what's going on? It's very hard to just drive by and not look at what's happening there. And so there's something about difficulty and misfortune that we're drawn to, especially when it's someone else. But think about when we're going through that difficulty. It's hard. It's hard. And I will speak for myself. The last thing I often want to do is turn to God and to think about Him and to focus on God instead of my difficulty. It's almost like the way I think of it is if I'm in a tough situation or I'm in trouble, I need to Focus on the trouble to get out of it. Figure out a way out. Solve the problem. Psalm 119 puts it a little differently. Instead of throwing us upon our own resources and we've got to rack our brains or figure out a way out of our difficulties, Psalm 119 says it's better if you turn to God. If you bring it before God. If you let Him help you to figure it out to deliver you, and to trust Him for His way to see you through it. So, when I have troubles or difficulties, like the ones that I've just shared with you, from verses 81 through 87 of Psalm 119, I think I need to focus on the problem, to solve it, to resolve it, to get to the bottom of things. But Psalm 119 shows me there's another response that's better. Trusting God, call on Him, remember His Word, meditate on His ways. Instead of focusing or meditating on my troubles, focus on, meditate on God's Word, on God's ways. Verse 88 doesn't focus on the difficulty. And the last verse of this stanza leaves it here. It says, Your steadfast love, your loyal love, your covenant love, God, revives me. 
so I will keep the testimonies that you've spoken. That's what I'm going to stake my hope on. That's what I'm going to put my life on. That's where I'm going to focus my attention, my energies. That's what I'm going to meditate on is your steadfast love. And so I'll keep your testimonies that you've spoken. And in this way, Psalm 119 verse 88 to me gives an answer to another psalm, one that we didn't cover in this series, but I invite you to go back and look at it. Psalm 88 which is a lament, and it's often called the, the darkest psalm in the Psalter because it's full of lament, and it doesn't really have a resolution at the end, meaning there's not a note of confidence or hope or trust in God to deliver. It just seems bleak. And it is a legitimate prayer to pray. It doesn't mean every prayer has to be wrapped up with a neat and tidy bow by the end, and that we have this faith and confidence and hope in God. It's okay. God can actually hear our prayers even when we're in darkness and bleakness and we don't see a resolution. He still hears us. But verse 88 of Psalm 119, though it may be a bit of a coincidence in terms of the numbering, still I see something in this that speaks to me in a deeper way. It calls out in hope. And for the rest of Psalm 119, since we're at the midpoint, right here at verse 88, there's 176 verses, so we're exactly at the midpoint. From here on to the end of Psalm 119, things get better. It doesn't mean that there's no more difficulty or adversity or mentions about persecution or suffering, because there are plenty of those in the rest of Psalm 119, but they are not so dominant like they were in those past seven verses where we're really at the deepest, darkest point. We're in the middle of the valley, the low point of Psalm 119, when we're in verses 81 through 87. From here on out, we're coming out of the valley. And we're going up the hill. We're going up and climbing God's holy mountain. We're going to go praise and worship Him. And the note of praise and worship starts growing and building from here on in. Kaf is the low point of the psalm, but it's also a place that we can go and we can pray and we can turn to God in the midst of difficulties. And for that, it is a great treasure. Pray with me, please. God, my soul fails. My eyes fail looking for your answers. I feel tough and hardened, pursued and trapped, nearly wiped out, and yet I wait on you. I won't forget your law. I'm not running away from you even if your answer doesn't come instantly. You can answer in an instant, but even if you don't, in your wisdom, I know that your faithful love will revive me, give me life. So I cling to you. Do not let me lose faith in your promises. Amen. I don't know what you're going through, the degree of difficulty or how hard it is to keep faith. But God knows. He's not distant, no matter how it feels. Focus on the verse that speaks to you today where you are. Maybe it's verse 81. My soul fails in need of your salvation. I wait on your word. Or maybe it's verse 88. Your steadfast love revives me. 
So I will keep the testimonies you've spoken. Or maybe it's another verse altogether. I encourage you to write out the entire stanza, all eight verses. Post your verse, the one that speaks to you, to the Twitter hashtag, write out scriptures. Or you can put it on our Facebook page at Word of Prayer 15. You can find me on Twitter at my handle Word of Prayer 15 or on the Word of Prayer Facebook page for community resources. If the podcast is blessing you and you're able, consider supporting us through our Patreon link. You can also get a copy of God Help Me Grow, Learning to Pray Through the Psalms on Amazon. There's a link to it in our show notes as well. In the midst of trials and difficulties, God is good and He will revive you. Blessings.